ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Day. Dennis Day is brought to you by Colgate Dental Cream and Luster Cream Shampoo. Colgate Dental Cream to clean your breath while you clean your teeth. Luster Cream, the cream shampoo for true hair loveliness. <laughs> the Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benadera, Dink Trout, John Brown, Charles Dant in the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis singing, Who Put That Gleam in Your Eye? Who put that dream in your eye? And who put that song in your side? Who makes you thrill guy I wish I knew Please tell me who put that spring in your walk And who put that lilt in your talk Your kiss could put me wise and make me realize that I put that dream in your Famous beauty authority Kay Dumont now sends you the winning secret of true hair loveliness. Your hair can be your most captivating charm with one touch of magic, luster cream shampoo. Yes, whether your hair is honey blonde or raven black, sunny brown or fiery red, it's your natural hair appeal that men love. And more and more women of all ages are discovering that luster cream shampoo brings out the fullest natural glory of their hair. Not a soap, not a liquid. Luster Cream Shampoo is an amazing new dainty cream that whips up luxurious lather-like magic in hard or soft water, sweeps dullness away, and in its place leaves hair heavenly soft, shining, obedient. Out of her wealth of cosmetic lore, Kay Dumont blended lanolin with special secret ingredients to achieve this almost magic new cream that offers your hair a stunning new sheen and finish. Try that economical dollar jar of Luster Cream Shampoo now at all cosmetic counters. Also 30 cent and 55 cent sizes. Thrill to all those admiring looks coming your way when you begin using Luster Cream, the cream shampoo for true hair loveliness. Well, as you know, our young hero, Dennis Day, has been working at the Willoughby store in Weaverville for the past year and a half. Of course, his job isn't a very good one. The hours are long, the work is hard, and about the only thing you can say for it is that Mr. Willoughby doesn't pay him what he's worth, which is a break for Dennis. <laughs> but evidently, the flame of ambition burns brighter in our hero than we had guessed, for it seems that Dennis... Well, let's look in at the Anderson living room where he's been telling his girlfriend, Mildred, some rather startling news. Oh, Dennis, it's just marvelous. Another job in your spare time. Yeah. 
But how did you happen to pick the insurance business to go into? Well, it's the best business there is. I figured it out. More people do it than anything. Do what? Die. <laughs> well, that's true. But do you know anything about insurance? Oh, I've been studying it for weeks. Believe me, I've been using my brain. Well, why didn't you tell me about it before? Oh, I didn't want to worry you. Oh, I see. Gosh, I sure hope I can make a success of this. If I do, I'll feel free to speak to your mother. Why, darling, you mean about me? About anything. I'll just feel free to speak to her. <laughs> oh. Well, you'll make a success of it, Dennis. I know you will. Sure, why not? I'm getting to know people here now, and they're getting to know me, too, and... Say, that may be why not. <laughs> Dennis, you're not losing your self-confidence again, are you? When you're me, it's no trick at all. <laughs> well, you've got to change, then. And now, what have you done about getting prospects to sell insurance, too? Well, I've left little pamphlets around here and at the store. Pamphlets? Yeah, the firm puts them out. People read them and start thinking about insurance, and then I come along and... Oh, good morning, Mr. Anderson. Good morning, my son. <laughs> Mildred, my dear. Good morning, Daddy. You sleep well? No, I didn't close my eyes all night. <laughs> Look at these folders someone left on my dresser last night. Oh, those? Yes. Just listen to these titles. You may be a heavy burden to six men in dark suits, but why be one to your family? <laughs> well, you see, Mr. Anderson... And, and this one. When you're ready to go, will the going be good? <laughs> Makes you stop and think, doesn't it? Yes, but hardly the kind of thoughts I like to dwell on. Well, I'm afraid I'm responsible for those folders, Mr. Anderson. You see, I've gone into the insurance business in my spare time. Oh, so that's it. Well, lots of luck, my boy. But you'll need more than just a few folders to sell insurance. Oh, Dennis had the marvelous sales talk all worked out, Daddy. Yeah, a really subtle one. All I need is a little practice and I'm all set to go. Well, suppose you practice on me, son. Now, we'll pretend that I'm a prospect and you're trying to sell me some insurance, okay? Oh, you bet. Well, well, well. Good morning, sir. How are you feeling this lovely morning? Fine, thank you. Really? You look horrible. <laughs> what? If you last two more months, I'm the king of Siam. <laughs> Dennis, is that what you call subtle? You have to make some conversation first. Pass the time of day with the man. Oh, I see. Now, let's try it again. How do you do, young man? How do you do, sir? Well, well, here it is, nine o'clock in the morning. It is? Yep. Wonder how many people died last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, Dennis. No? Certainly not. You can't talk about things like that. Well, I've got to introduce the subject, don't I? I've got to let him know that if he passes away tonight, his widow should be happy as a lark tomorrow. <laughs> Son, I wish you all the luck in the world in your new business, and I doubt it from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> and now, if you'll excuse me, I have my housework to do. Good day, kid. Gosh, I didn't make any headway with even pretending, and I thought he might really buy some insurance from me, too. Dennis, you know Daddy couldn't buy anything even if he wanted to. Why, as soon as he gets his money every week, Mother's got it. Gee, you mean she goes through his... Now I'm being silly. She's got them on. <laughs> any insurance in this family, my mother's your only prospect. Well, there goes this family. Well, not necessarily. Suppose you flattered her a little. She's very susceptible to it, you know. I should flatter her? Sure. Spread a 
don't think about her beauty and charm. It's worth a try, isn't it? Well, gee, Mildred, Then it's your I... only chance is to soften her up. Gee, do you think softening up will be enough? In my case, she'd have to be absolutely tenderized. <laughs> I'm sure you'll think of it. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Mother. Mrs. Anderson, don't move. Just stand there and let me drink you in. <laughs> what did you say? What glorious radiance. You're a vision of loveliness from the top of your dainty brown head to the bottom of your big, strong white feet. <laughs> Dennis, mm, I... You great, big, gorgeous hunk of dreamboat, you... Mm. <laughs> Why, Dennis, you, you really think I'm attractive? <laughs> oh, Dennis, you darling. Still, I've often thought I should be painted and perhaps photographed. Do you agree? Oh, yes, ma'am. You'd photograph fine if you were painted. <laughs> What? Oh, that didn't come out right. What I meant was... <laughs> you were just made to be photographed. Why, well, you belong on the screen. The most beautiful mother in the movies. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> the Irene Dunn type, huh? Exactly. You'll be just perfect as her mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would, would I? Mother, Dennis didn't mean that the way it sounded. I say he did. And I'll thank him to drop dead at his earliest convenience. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Yeah, I know. Gene, I was going great till I got going. Well, that leaves you only one prospect, Mr. Willoughby. You'll just have to go down to the store and get him in a good mood. Now, let's see. What makes him happiest? For me not to go down to the store. <laughs> well, you are going down, and I'm going to help you. Yeah? Look. I went to school with a boy named Austin Peterson. We used to call him Stinky, and he's now selling insurance. So? Well, suppose he called on you at the store and you pretended to buy insurance from him in front of Mr. Willoughby. Just pretended? Well, naturally. But Mr. Willoughby would be so impressed by an underpaid person like you buying it that he'd be right for some himself. Say, for once I think one of your ideas is going to work. Of course. But before Austin gets there, you've got to butter up Mr. Willoughby the same way you did Mother. Uh-huh. Only for heaven's sakes, this time don't go as far. Oh, okay. I'll forget that stuff about him making a beautiful screen, Mother. <laughs> Gee, you really think I can sell this Dennis Day some insurance, Uncle Homer? Just as sure as your name is Richard Willoughby, my boy. He's been leaving insurance folders all over the store, so I know he's interested. Gosh, I don't know. Nothing ever happened with any of my other prospects. All your other prospects got away because they outsmarted you. This time, you're evenly matched. <laughs> Gee, imagine. Yes, I know. It's hard to. <laughs> What's more, I'm going to help you. I'm going to flatter the lad for you so he's in a mood to buy Flatter him? Well, sure. That's the way... Oh, here he comes. Quick, duck out of sight for a couple of minutes. Okay. Dennis, my dear, dear son, good morning. Mr. Willoughby, don't move. 
Just stand there and let me drink you in. <laughs> what did you say, Dennis? You're the grandest, loveliest boy I've ever known. And you're the finest, sweetest man, Mr. Willoughby. I don't know anyone I'd rather mop a floor for. <laughs> Dennis, I don't know anyone I'd rather have mopping. You've given me a magnificent floor to work on, Mr. Willoughby. Knees like yours deserve the best, Dennis. <laughs> you're good, Mr. Willoughby. You're fine. You're considerate. You're loyal. You're sweet. You're sincere. You're pure. You're... You're wholesome. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to wait for my turn. <laughs> That's quite all right. I'd forgive you anything, Dennis. And I love you, Mr. Willoughby. <clears throat> Pardon me. Uh, Mr. Day... Yes? How do you do? I happen to be an insurance man, and I... Oh, the fellow... Mil I mean, uh, how are you, Stinky? Beg pardon? I said, how are you, Stinky? Well, I guess the customer's always right. <laughs> Fine, thanks. Good. Uh, what can I do for you, old man? Oh, stick around, Mr. Willoughby. Well, I was wondering if you'd be interested in a life insurance policy. Sure, I'll take it. It's a wonder... Huh? <laughs> Sign me up for a thousand dollars. You talked me into it. What did I say? I'd like to remember it. <laughs> it wasn't so much what you said, it was the way I listened. Oh. Oh, thank you very much, sir. And goodbye. Oh, just a minute. I understand your firm also carries accident insurance. Yes, sir. Well, suppose I got laid up because of an accident and lost two weeks' pay. Gee, that's right. And what about the doctor's bills I'd be running up? Yeah. And who's going to pay my room rent while I'm in bed? Yeah. Accident insurance is great. I think I ought to take some. Really? I'd be a fool not to if what you say is true. Gee. <laughs> Gee, you're a real high-pressure customer. <laughs> now, Stinky, are there any types of insurance you've forgotten? Oh, I imagine there must be some I haven't mentioned. Put me down for $100 worth of each. Hey. If I'd known it was going to be like this, I'd have sold tickets. <laughs> Gosh, I certainly do thank you, Mr. Day. Would you mind signing right here? Oh, not at all, Sonny. There you are. Gee, you sure were right about Mr. Day, Uncle Homer. His premiums will come to at least $100. Oh, sure. I'm a great believer in insurance. Uncle Homer? Why, yes. Richard here is my nephew. You... You mean he isn't stinky? Well, that, of course, is open to debate. <laughs> but I mean, Mildred Anderson didn't send him down here? Mildred Anderson? Uh, who's Mildred Anderson? Oh, she's the girl who perfected the revolting development. <laughs> On, so it isn't my fault Austin Peterson was out of town. Well, what are we going to do, Mildred? I'm stuck for $100 worth of insurance premiums. Golly, if you could only sell mother insurance for the whole family, you could earn that much in commissions. Dennis, we've got to think. Oh, what's the use, Mildred? I'd be better off if I'd just give up and go out and throw myself under a truck. Why, Dennis, that's it! <laughs> <laughs> just to sell some insurance, you would let my lovely white body be mangled? I don't mean a real accident, silly. Well, just pretend there's been one. When Mother sees you all bandaged up, she'll realize it could have happened to her, and she'll buy some insurance. Oh, well, if you think she won't suspect... Of course she won't. And even if she does catch on, we'll just work the fake injury trick on someone else. Don't be silly. If she catches on, the injuries won't be a fake. <laughs> oh, well, get out the bandages. <laughs> 
we've overdone it a little, shouldn't there be a little hole I could talk out of? Oh, <laughs> well, here, I'll push some of it aside. There. Oh, Mildred. Oh, golly, we just got through in time. There she is. Oh. In here, Mother. Quick, lie down on the couch, Dennis. Mildred, I just wanted to... Good heavens, who's that? Oh, Mother. <laughs> Mother, it's Dennis. He's been hurt. Hurt? Badly? Oh. <laughs> oh, Dennis. Speak to me. How did it happen? I... I was crossing a street when suddenly a 20-ton truck came bearing down on me at 80 miles an hour and hit me head on. Good. Yes, ma'am. My face is all scratched. Your face is scratched? Oh, it's much worse than that, Mother. He's delirious. He doesn't know what he's saying. Oh, my. Is the pain dreadful, Dennis? Terrible. And no insurance at all. Oh, dear, to be seriously injured in a strange town so far from your home. Yeah, with no insurance. <laughs> How much you must wish that you had your mother here at a time like this. I'll say, and a few dollars worth of insurance. <laughs> you see, Mother, he has no insurance. Yes, I was beginning to suspect it. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Anderson, and you ought to buy some right away. A thing like this could happen to someone you care about. Well... Mildred, do you realize that when that boy is delirious, he makes sense? I'm going to buy all the insurance I can as fast... Now, who can that be? I'll answer it. Yes? How do you do? Is Mr. Day in? I brought over the insurance policies he bought this morning. Insurance policies? Mildred, I feel a cold wind blowing on me. <laughs> Daddy! This gentleman dropped in to bring you your insurance policies. Gosh, Mr. Day, is that you? And you're injured. Oh, that's awful. The company gives us demerits when they have to pay off so soon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not really injured, Richard. Your company won't have to pay me. I wouldn't count on it, Richard. Huh? Dennis, this time you've gone too far. This time I'm... Re Dennis Day, come back here and fight like a man. Dennis, it's safe. You can come out now. She's left the house. Well, goodbye, Mildred. It was nice knowing you. Dennis, wait. All we've got to do is think this thing out. That's what I'm going to do, Mildred. Sit down in China somewhere and think it out. Goodbye. <laughs> Listen, Dennis, I've got another idea. Mildred, I'm not a strong boy. Let's quit while I'm alive, huh? But all you have to do is go down to the office of the insurance company you bought the policies from. And just tell them I don't want the policies? No, tell them you want a dozen more. Girl, I knew it would happen. You've blown your whistle. Yeah, wait. When you ask for more insurance, they'll wonder why. They won't be alone. Well, suppose you convinced them that you'd had reversals and were about to commit suicide. Wouldn't they cancel all the policies you bought this morning? Well, it's possible, I suppose. Possible? Nothing. It's a certainty. I'll go with you and wait for you. Surely you can make them believe you're desperate enough for suicide, can't you? Why not? All I got to do is be myself. <laughs> Have you got everything straight? Exactly what you're to say? Yeah, I think so. I've even got a little idea of my own I might try, too. Oh, Dennis, and up to now I was so confident. 
Well, don't worry. I may not have to use it. But what is it? Sure, the fellow might hear you. Well, here I go. How do you do, sir? Hello. I'm Dennis Day, the fellow who bought those policies from your company yesterday. Oh, yes, sir. And what can we do for you today? Well, I'd like another $100,000 worth of life insurance. A $100,000 worth? Pretty suspicious, huh? Why, not at all. Uh, Just a moment till I locate my rate book. Oh, no hurry. I got no place to go. My house burned down yesterday. Really? Let's see now. Too uh... bad, too. I think my wife was in it. I haven't seen her all day. Annuity books. Yeah, that's the way it's been going lately. Yesterday, little Eloise got to playing with my razor. Darned if she didn't cut her dear little face. Oh? Clear off. <laughs> little things, but they add up. Make a fella pretty unhappy. I know that book is here someplace. Oh, take your time. I'll be alive for minutes yet. Ah, here we are. And uh, Now, let's see. Uh, your age is 22, I believe. Yeah, the oldest anyone in my family ever lived to be. How's that? My grandfather killed himself when he was 17. I knew him only slightly, of course. (laughs) What? Yeah. Uncle George went young, too. Hung himself from the ceiling one evening with his head in the gas oven. (laughs) Yeah, then he stabbed himself in the heart, put a bullet through his brain. When we found him, he was a pretty sick boy. (laughs) Your, Your whole family were suicides? Starting to wake up, huh? But surely, you're not that sort of a person. Oh, no? But see this? A gun. Mr. Day, put that down. I'm going to blow out my brains right after you give me that $100,000 policy. After? Mr. Day, that isn't ethical. But I can't leave my little ones with just these small policies I bought yesterday. Here, give me those policies. Hey! There. My goodness, if you're not going to live, we don't want you holding our policies. The home office hates that. (laughs) Well, thanks, old man. So long. Dennis, did you... Dennis, that gun! What are you doing with it? Oh, that was a little idea I had, Mildred. The convincer. I put it to my head and started to press the trigger. Then he believed me. But Dennis, I... Oh, don't worry. It's only your father's old trophy pistol. But he didn't know it wasn't loaded and couldn't fire even if it was. See? Even if I pulled the trigger all day like this, it would Dennis! Ooh, what I nearly blew out. <laughs> Dennis Day will be back in just a moment with a song. But first, here's a fact worth knowing. Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. And that's important, as our Colgate players now demonstrate. Our curtain goes up on a scene in a room of a college dormitory, where we find a college boy with trouble. Gosh, this is some letter I got from Gracie today. All she says is no, no, no. Well, maybe the gal means no, Shorty. Well, then how come all the love stuff she used to write? Decode that for me, hotshot. Okay. The way I figured, Gracie's signaling you to see your dentist. And here's what Shorty found out. Scientific tests prove that in seven out of ten cases, Colgate Dental Cream instantly stops unpleasing breath that originates in the mouth. And Colgate's safe polishing agent brings out the natural sparkle of your teeth, cleans them thoroughly and safely. Yes, Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. And Colgate Dental Cream is famous for its wonderful wake-up flavor, too. Nationwide tests of leading toothpastes prove that Colgate's is preferred for flavor over other brands tested. So to clean your teeth thoroughly and safely, for a wake-up flavor everyone enjoys, use Colgate Dental Cream. Remember, Colgate Dental Cream cleans your breath while it cleans your teeth. 
With Charles Dant and the orchestra, here's Dennis singing Cole Porter's Begin the Begin. When they begin the beginning, it brings back the sound of music so tender. It brings back an eye of tropical splendor. It brings back a face widespread starvation, and this situation concerns every American, not only for humanitarian reasons, but to protect our own freedom. 
For if hunger brings on a collapse of the effort to build free governments abroad, our own security will be seriously threatened. So we can help protect the peace we fought so hard to win by sending Europe enough food now. But to do this, every American must cooperate with our government, and here's how. One, eat no meat on Tuesday. Two, eat no poultry on Thursday. Three, save a slice of bread every day. Four, waste nothing. Clean your plate at every meal. Remember, your help is urgently needed. Save wheat, save meat, save the peace. Good night, everybody, and a special good night to all my old Navy shipmates who celebrate Navy Day this coming Monday. Remember, doctors prove the palm olive plan brings two out of three women lovelier complexions in 14 days. And this beauty plan with palm olive soap was tested on women with all types of skin. Dry, oily, even skin that was not clear. Yes, 36 doctors proved the 14-day palm olive plan improves all types of skin, brings fresher, brighter, younger-looking complexions. So get palm olive soap and start your 14-day palm olive plan now. This is Vern Smith reminding you that an interesting story of Dennis Day is appearing in the current issue of Movie Star Parade, now on sale. Dennis Day returns again next week, same time, same station. Join us then, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.